You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. the Dort Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Dr. Love. He is known across this great land of ours as Davey Deep Dick. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Let's hear it. Ryan. I'm all right, Rich. How are you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You might be all right. I might be all right. Are we all right, Spider? I think it sounds all right. Oh, there's always a delay in the chat, but people can light them up in the chat. Just light as up in the chat. Say, yeah. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, maybe you didn't see Yellow Jackets. First, I would say to you, you could still listen. We do this week in Dork. We do Davy's Video Game Minute, even if you haven't seen or watched the topic du jour. That's all right. We do the but picky pod at the end there. This is what this is what Dave sounded like last week. So bad. It's it has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection because my shit's fine. <laughs> or like I feel like I'm talking. I'm talking normally. <laughs> yep. Everybody in the chat's a little upset that it is not Davy Deep Dick. Just so you know. So you know what I did. So I, I did. So I wound up listening to it. I had a hell of a time listening to it. I was having. I was having a blast. So did we. But. Yep. I found out what the issue was. You want to know what the issue was? Yeah, of course. Not a fucking thing. I didn't touch anything. I purposely didn't touch anything this week. The only thing I, I, there, I came on, talked to you for a little bit. Nothing. I, I didn't change a damn thing. It's all the same settings. I, so that will go down in history as I have no idea what, what that was or why that happened. I loved it. <laughs> It was great. I mean, we got way more feedback from that than we would have any like other just like normal episode. We could have broke down Yellow Jackets with the greatest theories of all time. It wouldn't and matter. We would have gotten half the feedback we did for Davey sounded uh, it was so great. He was trying to seduce me, and I, I we need more of this. And that's so the wait. problem. Is if so, I can I can go back and yeah. do it like that. I can do the whole podcast like this. If we tried to do it again, I don't think we'd ha- we'd be capable of it. And again, I, I don't know neither one of us. You didn't touch any of your settings. I didn't touch any of my oh. settings. I I have to. I will f- never know what the hell that was. I loved it. <laughs> it's an all timer. It is an all timer. And so normally, go ahead. <laughs> do you hear my wife laughing in the other room? By the way. I do. She's hear in her the chat. I can see. I can. I'm reading she's in the, the chat, and she's she's next to me. She's ten feet away, and I can hear her laughing through the door. Well, she was the first person I saw say, and then other people followed suit that it sounded like you were in the witness protection program or whatever. Oh, or yeah, like, I was like the like 
uh, trying to conceal his identity. Hilarious. I didn't want to tweet it out, but what she actually said, and I texted you right after what she actually said, is she said, you sounded like you were on Dateline yes. explaining to the host where you were touched. Oh, she said, on. that's her exact, that's her exact. Come on. But also true. Yes, it did. Sound Not like, untrue. Right. It sounded a lot like that. Yeah. Still bad. It's, it has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection because my shit's fine. <laughs> Your shit is fine. You were blaming me for everything last week. It wasn't me. So now we know it wasn't me. For goddamn sakes. Big old bitties and bunch and mocks. That's just ever clear. I mean, if you want to, I could still do the podcast like this. People kind of want it. I feel like the numbers are going to go down later in the episode because people are going to tune in. They're going to be like, oh, this. Like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to do this normal. anymore. Yeah. Not really all that into it. Well, <laughs> then they're not real fans. That's right. That's right. So we don't want them. We've had some good audio over the course of our. <laughs> Six and remember, six it's for weeks. those of you bitching about the audio, Rich. You brought you made me feel a little bit better in the post show. You're like, hey man, we used to do this on a phone. So we're on a goddamn phone. Yeah. Then there's that one episode me and Shark did on Google Hangout, which might go down as the worst audio of all time. Oh, so by the way, so I have to bring this up before we get to this week in Dork. I I will credit my wife as I'm talking about her right now. She's in the chat. She had the best idea ever in the car. Okay. We're driving to Boston yesterday and we were talking about. A situation that was funny that happened to one of our friends. And she said it would make a good TV show. Okay. We've done the murder mystery. Yes. You have tried to do like murder mystery parties in the past. I've tried and failed. Couldn't get them off the ground for whatever reason. I was in Connecticut. We couldn't get them off the ground. Oh. Whatever. Here's the pitch. We can either do it as a podcast okay. like this, or yep. we can do it in person. I prefer in person because then we can bounce ideas. Yeah. Pilot party. All right, I'm going to need you to explain that to me. So we more. sit around the the we get a group of people and we sit around and we write a pilot of a TV show. How many people are we talking about? So we don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. Here. That's what I'm saying. That seems like a lot. I think six is a good number. Okay, but yeah. Yeah. between four and six. Okay, and we write a pilot episode. We just we come up with an idea ahead of time. We have yeah. people and we write a pilot episode. Drinks are uh, served. Merriment is had. Yeah, right? gonna need that. Gonna need it. Need that. What do you think of that? I have no problem with that. I like that. You like that? Yep. I'll start thinking. I'll start thinking. I'm an ideas man. I thrive off energy. Right. So, uh, threeve. Someone's quizzle said threeve. Yeah. That's how many people we could it's have. A combination there. of three and five. Right. Texas with a dollar sign. Eleven T million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the news. Brian, the big game was on Sunday, and uh, We're avoiding lawsuits by saying the big game. The big game, the big game happened. A lot of uh, advertisements took place as well. Uh, any non-trailer, any okay. non-trailer commercial that that tickled your fancy. I did think the McDonald's commercial with the "I'll have a." Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. Smart. Yep. I did like the. I forget which crypto company it was that did the bouncing square. Smart and it got me. I checked to see what it was, and I cheered at the end when it hit the corner, oh, as we course. all did, I'm sure. Of course. Um, and then it was just kind of like, eh, like the I thought the Paul Rudd and um, Seth Rogen. It was kind of dumb. I, I mean, they're, they're all kind of like they're trying to play to like the widest audience possible, so it's not like they're not going to like push it anymore. 
No, a lot of member berries like uh, yeah. Cable Guy, Big Lebowski, and Austin Powers or Doctor Evil. Right, were all kind of fine, but yeah, they were whatever. They weren't bad. They weren't particularly good either. They was kind of like right down the middle. Meanwhile, we got a bunch of trailers. Sure did. Wait, time out. Let's let's yeah. play a game. Who looked worse in middle age, Mike Myers or Fifty Cent? I think it would probably be Fifty, considering he's also a lot younger than Mike Myers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty. <laughs> he Ryan. He ended up being the butt of several jokes. He sure did on the internet, and I don't know if that's fair. Just to it's not. You're performing in front of a hundred million people, and you're getting body shamed, which it's not. That's not fun. Not nice. Not appropriate. I thought in 2022 we were kind of above that. I hope. Not. Look at me. I mean, I hope that shit. Uh, yeah, fitty. <laughs> well, I, however, I thought it was the best halftime show of all time. Mm. I loved it. I loved it. It was good. You're, you're I, say, I would give it. A, I would give it a Prince. Four and a half. Uh, I'm not going to say Prince. I'm not going to say Prince is up there for me. Um, I didn't need fifty as part of it. I would have preferred no. a second Eminem song, although you do get the gif and the meme of 50 upside down like a bat. Like that was fine, I guess. But you got two Mary J songs. I could have I could have sawed that down to one. I would have gone with two Eminems and maybe an Eminem with Dre song. And then as good as Kendrick Lamar is, it seemed like he was kind of shoehorned in. Didn't really fit. Didn't really fit the vibe. You know who I, I would have loved to have seen? Ice Cube. I would have loved to have seen Ice Cube. I agree mm -hmm. with you. Yes. Like, I, I no respect. I think Kendrick Lamar is one of the top three rappers in the world today. But, um, I would have loved, but no disrespect to him, I would have loved to have seen. And he's from L.A., so he's. I think he's from the same neighborhood as Snoop or Dr. Dre. Like, they're from the same neighborhood. So that's that's cool. Um, but give me some Ice Cube, you know? Where's Snoop from? Long Long Beach? He went to high school. Oh, so he's from so he so Kendrick is from Compton. So he's from he's Got from it. where Dr. Dre's from. Got it. Yeah. Eminem was good, but it was kind of I wish he did a different song. Like like Lose Yourself's kind of played out, but I get it. It's a massive audience. And I bet he point. didn't want to do that song either. He's like, you know. Probably. Yeah, maybe not. Uh now we did get the trailer, extended trailer online, short on TV, extended online. We tweeted out at Dork Podcast for Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness i've kind of gone back and forth on how excited i am for this it comes out may 6th i initially was like Neh. like obviously we're gonna see all these movies and they usually are all at a certain level but i don't love the doctor strange character but then they showed a lot more scarlet witch and i'm like i'm really in on that i think that could be really good here's my one problem what's your problem i think they're gonna lean very heavy into the season of what if which was not very good because you did see a couple glimpses of zombie people. You saw zombie people. You saw the like uh, other version of Doctor Strange, like two Doctor Stranges, which was from What If. You saw mm -hmm. two Wandas. You saw apparently somebody said on the poster. I, I can't take credit for this. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody saw the Agent Carter or the Captain Carter shield. Yeah. In the thing. So I'm like, all right, if we're doing doppelganger, Agent Carter and zombies just from the trailer, we're definitely going all like what if is very much canon and what if sucked. Like we did an episode on it. You can check yeah. it out if you missed it. But I don't but know. There's it, a lot of there's a lot of things like I'm excited about. So if you look online now, people are starting to pick apart the trailer frame by frame. Yeah. And oh, there's like a, some shattered glass, and you see Deadpool, apparently. You see a so it looked like Monica Rambo. Yes. 
as like a Captain Marvel, but other people are saying it's like t- it's a Tony Superior Iron Man, which yeah. could be Tom Cruise. So I know I know there's another thing that people are talking about too, that there's tons of cameos and people who have under five minutes of screen time. So this it's going to be like rapid fire. So hopefully they don't spend too much time on the what if stuff. But the most intriguing thing to me, and I'm, I'm sure to you too, is the fact that you hear the voice of Patrick Stewart. Yeah. In the trailer, so you're like old Professor X. Okay, so and then yeah. people start talking about the Illuminati. Right now, it's like, like that's going to be a thing. Now you cue the uh, Django Leonardo DiCaprio gif, where it's like, nah, you like had my attention. was it like you had my curiosity? Now you have my attention. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, this is obviously must see standalone episode. I'm just wondering, like, how good? It, like, where is this going to be a top ten MCU movie? Do you think? No. Probably not. That's. I mean, that's high praise. Those are really, really good. I movies. mean, that's really, really good. That's really, really good shit. Uh, so it'll be second tier, if I were to guess. Um, but I tell you what looks really good, Rich. Not what? to get off Doctor Strange too much. What looks really good? The Moon Knight. Moon Knight. March 30th, we're going to get uh, at least the first episode. I don't know if they're going to release more than the first episode. Maybe the first three. But yeah, this looks this looks awesome. And it just recently was given a TV 14. Yes. Rating? So this ain't this ain't for your little kids. And so I think it was Feige was talking about how there was a moment in this where they were like he was watching them the dailies and he's saying, all right, we're gonna pull this, we're gonna pull back on this a little bit, right? And now they're like, no, like this is what it is. This is the we kind of have to do it this way. We kind of have to do it this way. Which I mean, there's another rumor that people say it went away, but they said that uh all of the marvel shows on netflix have that thing when you start playing it it's like it's going to go away at the end of the March, month at the end of the month yeah so if they bring those over then those yeah. are kind of that tv 14 as well uh, other than yeah. the punisher which i think was like a hard r cool. right uh, yeah i would even say a lot of daredevils probably more are especially like season two yeah. with punisher and kingpin and like the fight and like the jail that ain't yeah that but ain't once bad. you saw dance the you know in the was it the uh, the still of him as Mister Knight in the suit? I was like, okay, yeah, we're, I know we're do- we're doing it here. We're this going. It's gonna be pretty badass. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'm excited for uh, for that more so than Doctor Strange's. You are. We also got the trailer. Actually, it came out before the Super Bowl online, and then they put it during the Super Bowl. Jordan Peele's next film, Nope. This looks intriguing. As do I guess all Jordan Peele movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I loved Get Out. I hated Us. I don't know how much credit you give him for Candyman. I loved Candyman, though, the new one. He didn't direct it, but he I think he wrote and produced it. Mm-hmm. This is all him. Daniel Kaluuya. Is it Kike Palmer? What's the girl's name that's in it? Palmer, yeah. It looks pretty cool, though. Like, I'm I'm kind of excited for this. Where do you, where I, do you sit on this one? So. This comes out in July, is, by the way. This is good of him. And I... I applaud him for doing this but the whole time i was watching the trailer what's distracting now is i'm thinking about jordan peele and i'm thinking about like what's the social commentary he's going to try to shoehorn in here instead yeah. of just making kind of like a, i know that you know that a lot of horror is an allegory for whatever right but hmm. what are we trying to do with this and I'm, I'm like trying to figure it out as i'm watching the trailer so i was a little distracted by that and i hope I gotcha. it's more of a straight horror movie yeah than us I bet it's not. <laughs> but it's not. But I hope. Because yeah. I feel like he's kind of dipping his toe into like Shyamalan territory here. Could be. You Could know, be. Just dipping his toe in it. And like, he started out hot. Possible. 
So but, did, so did M Night. He sure did. So did M Night. You know what the M yeah. stands for? Moon. Moon Knight nope, nope, Shamblaz. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Good. I hope it doesn't. Ryan, the Batman tickets uh, have been released. Hopefully, everybody listening has purchased their tickets for the Batman. Come out comes out the first weekend of March. I know you're going to an advanced screening. I am going to an advanced screening. Like, sorry. Are you? Nope. Are you sorry? No. I'm not. Play the thing. In my past. Yep. That's exactly what I was looking for. Any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick? Hmm? See, this this was a wild turn of events because I, the original date that Goo told us was a Wednesday. Yeah. And I I, said, I I can't go. And you couldn't. Because it was like that I will be playing for the uh, the ISL championships in hockey that day. So it's a game I can't miss. It's a game like whatever. Yeah. And... Then he's like, oh, they switched it. And then I could go, and you can't. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. What a turn of events. Now, mm-hmm. uh, so you're seeing it on Monday of the week that it comes out. Yep. I actually got tickets for a Wednesday screening. Nice. So I won't have to wait too long, but I'm going to go so we can right up, We can go Monday, like boom, boom. Well, well the following we, Monday. The following Monday, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, I might see it twice by then. But I yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm very excited for that. And uh, yeah, that's all. I've stopped watching all the stuff. I don't need to see any of the stuff. I've, I've tried to stop even thinking about it because I don't even want to like, like, I want to like lower my expectation and just go in and have my nips blown off. My the mind. only thing I'm still thinking about is it's three hours long. And I'm ex- and, and that's got me. I'm excited. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, uh, Better Call Saul got their release dates. Uh, season six, which is also going to be the final season of Better Call Saul, comes out April 18th, and then that's going to run for like six weeks or so, and then it's going to come back July 11th. So the final season is all in this year, and Bob Odenkirk tweeted out. Now, again, he's promoting a show, so I would expect him to say nothing less, but he suggested it's the best season. It has to be. Breaking Bad. Or I'm so sorry, they, Better Call Saul. So they had this like really cool little it wasn't really like a teaser but there's like a commercial for it yeah where the, yeah. it's the crime scene it was at lalo's house like at the end of the season so like there's yeah. something went down i'm not no spoilers but like when something went down at lalo's house and then you see two familiar characters yeah, in a distinguishing feature of their outfits yeah fuck it i'll just say you see the boots of the, the <laughs> twins yeah right 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 right. so which is like i was pretty excited about that i'm like oh uh and all run together this show, it's gonna, once this show is done, I'm gonna have to revisit like my top ten TV shows of all time, and this is probably gonna be in there. I would love to do. I wonder if you could watch all of Better Call Saul and then write into Breaking Bad, like if you just go straight yeah. through. Yeah. If, there's, if it's seamless, which would be really fucking cool. I bet there. I yeah, I bet unless they do too much of it on the other end, like we've talked about. Like if right. they go. At the end, you might have. They might give you like uh, like Clone Wars. They That's what I was saying. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like watch it in this order, and then you get everything. Right. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion trailer came out since our last episode, so it's going to be the the final of the Jurassic World trilogy. They're also as they they tip they we knew this like a year ago, but you see them in the trailer. You get Sam Neill. You get Laura Dern. It's the old Jurassic Park people. The new Jurassic World people. And it looks, Ryan, 
like some sweet dino action. Can I tell you how I feel about this trailer? I loved it. I did. Yeah. This actually looks pretty good. It looks pretty great. Yeah. I'm actually excited to see this because I like the fact that it's not just contained in an island anymore with like a handful yeah. of people. Now the dinosaurs are out in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, they're getting feathers. They got feathers now. Yeah. Pretty Samuel intense. was right. They showed you a lot of creatures by land, by air, and by sea. These bad mm-hmm. boys. They're they're all over the place. But I am uh, obviously excited for that. That'll be an easy standalone episode as well. We got the release date for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. We were off by three weeks. We thought it was going to come out on May the 4th. Instead, it is coming out on the 45th anniversary of when uh, the first Star Wars movie was released in theaters. So that'll be May 25th. Which is Kenobi. Brilliant. Like you think, oh, May the 4th. It has to come out May the 4th. And like the Star Wars, Dave Filoni's like, you know what? This is a better day. You're good. Yeah. And I wonder, I didn't do the math on it, but I wonder if Moon Knight maybe lines up and might Moon Knight might end around there and then pick up with Obi-Wan. So I think that's the smart way. I think that moving forward, that's what they have to do is roll one thing into another. Like maybe have like a week break and then get right back into it. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Oscar nominations came out. Uh, anything jump out to you? There's 10 movies. I've seen five of them that were nominated for Best Picture. Oh, you Nothing know what? jumped I, out about how bored I was by that shit. I didn't, I didn't mind Nightmare Alley as much as you did. I just thought it was dumb. I, just, I, I thought it was well shot. I thought it was well acted. I just thought like the payoff at the end was just like, yeah, all right. And it, it didn't a, get good for, until like the last like 15 minutes. I... Uh, I yeah, it's not my favorite. Like, I like Dune more. I liked oh, King God, Richard yeah. more. I did like this slightly more than Don't Look Up. And I liked it way more than Power of the Dog. Those are the five Oscar mm-hmm. movies I've seen so far. Yeah, it was kind of long. It was a good two and a half hours. It definitely felt like two and a half hours. And then the circus shit reminds me a little bit of, like, uh, American Horror Story Freak Show. Like, right. it, remind, like it reminds me a little bit of that. But I don't know. I like Kate Blanchett. I am a Kate Blanchett fan. She was very good. Sure. Tony Collette was good in it too. And I love Tony Collette. Yeah, like Willem Dafoe, like obviously Bradley Cooper. So it's a good cast. Sure. Uh, our friend of the podcast, Ron Perlman, is in there. <laughs> free beers, Perlman. Free beers, free beers, Perlman's in there. Playing yeah. the strong man did not look very strong or yeah. very fast. He's getting old. Oh, the other thing is, uh, did you see that the Denny Villeneuve did not get nominated for best director, even though Dune got 10 nominations, which is more than anybody, like more than any other film. I, I did. This is the thing. I The older I get and the more movies I see, the less I understand this academy. Yep. Like I, I don't, I don't understand what they're looking at. So I equated this a couple of weeks ago uh, on the Gresham Keefe program to the baseball hall of fame. Where it's oh God. Like, yeah. Every once in a while, like somebody that you think should be in gets in, and somebody that some movie that you like wins. But so so often, you're like, "How the fuck did you come up with this?" Like, or like, "How is this guy out?" Or this guy, in? like, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a weird voting. Like, process. Nightmare Alley is the Craig Biggio of films, yeah. and I know oh, he's a, he's such like the fucking whipping boy for the Baseball Hall of Fame. I feel I so bad, but I like, bring him up every time. It's not it's yeah. not his fault, but. So Matthew said this. Did I just see this on Twitter too? Is this going to be a three-headed monster for the Oscar hosts? Keep Matthew in the chat is saying Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes. I just rolled my eyes so hard. You can't see it listening to the podcast. You can't see it. But I'm like, 
Jesus Christ. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, thank anyway. you. Yeah. Oh, it's confirmed. So that's, that's going to be. Talk about too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, that's a lot of activity there. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm over it. Nope. All right. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? Well, let's do let's do this since we don't have a should I have bought this. No. Right? Let's do this. The Davey's video game minute brought to you by our good friends at 47 Brand Hats. Yes. There we go. Seamless transition. Boom. There yes. you go. Go to 47brand.com. Use the promo code hashtag dork at 20% off your shit. And by God, if you're need to, if you a Rams fan, they got some Super Bowl stuff for you there too. Yeah, they got great stuff. And they keep coming out with like new designs too. Unbelievable. Old shit. Yeah, yeah. I like. Always it. got some good stuff on sale. So make sure you go to 47brand. Use the promo code hashtag dork. Buy some stuff. Tell them we sent you. That's right. All nice. right. So we start the video game minute here where Capcom today had now has a mysterious clock. That in six days they're going to announce something. Now you people are starting to speculate. Can't be a countdown clock. That's how Chris Jericho got introduced to the WWF back in the day, and that was the greatest debut in the history of wrestling. So if you have a countdown countdown clock, consider me intrigued. So we're intrigued, right? Yep. So we don't know what this is. So people, so about two months ago, they said that the the last update for Street Fighter Five is going to be the last update for that game. That's it. We're not doing anymore. So. Right. Could it be the announcement of a new Street Fighter game? Maybe. Possible. Could it be the announcement of another Resident Evil remake? I hope not. Uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of build up for not a lot of payoff. Yeah. But the one dark horse thing and I mentioned this to someone on Twitter and I've been as you know I just scour like for video game news all the time. And one of the things that was with all of these AAA studios getting bought by Microsoft and Sony or whatever there was a rumor that Sony was shopping around or looking to buy a AAA game studio out of Japan. And that might be Capcom. So I, I think that mm. there is a outside chance that Sony is going to purchase Capcom and then all of those games, including all of their back catalog, are going to be Sony exclusives okay. moving forward, which I honestly am on board for. Okay. Because I own a PlayStation. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's great. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Whatever you want. Speaking of owning a PlayStation and wanting to play cool games, guess what comes out tomorrow, Richard? February 15th. Oh. About geez. a year and change since the game itself. Finally, the patch for Cyberpunk 2077 is oh, coming. Oh, God. The 1.5 patch that provides updates for new game consoles is coming tomorrow. I will play it again. I will see if the improvements are good. Yeah. I'm intrigued by this, so I will check it out tomorrow. All right. I have a Sifu update. Yes. Sorry, if I want to say it, I've been corrected because I was talking to some of my students about it who are international, and they're like, please say it correctly. Shurfu. Not Shifu. Shurfu. Okay. Shurfu. Shurfu. So I was playing that, and so I'm reading it. I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the second level. Mm-hmm. And... The ball. I'm breezing through both levels, but I am stuck on the second level boss, and I'm I'm reading things, and it is disproportionately unfair. People are quitting the game because of the second level boss. And I was talking to, I actually was in the chat of the Twitch streamer of the guy who was the first one to beat it in under a half hour, the whole game. 
And he was telling me that like, the problem is, is you, the stuff you need in order to be successful against that boss, you don't have yet. So how, that, do, you, and he's, how do you do it? You just have to dodge. Like you have to, instead of blocking or moving, you have to dodge, yes. like do like perfectly timed dodges to beat him, which yeah. sucks. But like, that's how you get better, man. Right. That's right. But he even said it's by far the hardest boss in the game. So I'm, I'm including the last one. So I'm, and he hinted at there is a secret ending oh. that not a lot of people knew about, but there is actually a secret ending that I'm going to try to work for as we go. I like that. Um, this week, the biggest video game news, I think, this week is that Horizon Forbidden West comes out this week. And the Metacritic scores and any score that I've seen for this game has been nine and above. So, and it runs on, I guess it runs well on PlayStation 4, so everyone can play it. Um, this is obviously the follow-up to... Uh, the follow-up to Horizon Zero Dawn, which um, which was an awesome game. Uh, many people's favorite games on the PlayStation. So hopefully this lives up to the hype. Um, I tweeted out something. So there's a game called Martha is Dead. Yeah, is stupid question, but does this have anything to do with Batman and Superman? No, has nothing has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I feel it's like a, I, it's I'm a first person. Like, mm, now what? It's a first person horror game. Um, and the, the reason why it was trending on Twitter for like three days is that Sony decided to censor their version of the game and, but Xbox and PC did not. And so the people who developed the game are pissed at Sony. So I dig, I dug a little deeper and I wanted to see what they were censoring. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. So okay. picture a okay. lifelike, a dead body that has clearly been like in the water for a long time. Okay, so like a waterlogged, like gray, water. like 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 cloudy eyed, and you basically okay. cut. You have to cut the face off of the woman who is. It's pretty graphic. Got it. So so I was just like, what does Sony do? They just skip that part, or like how did? They, yeah, or they just like cut away from it. it. But the people were pissed that they had to like censor their own game. Like, well, that was Martha. So it's a pretty significant part of the game. Right. Her face open. And the last bit of news. So Amazon now has. So they ha came out this game, Lost Ark, which is basically like Diablo Light. Yeah. Um, and it is now the holder of the second most played game in Steam history. So 1.3 million concurrent players. And so good for Amazon. This is an Amazon produced game. Wow. So that's that's pretty good, and it's only second to PUBG, which had three point three million concurrent players at one at one time. So concurrent yeah. means I got at the same time. So yeah, you know, um, I didn't mean to mansplain that to you right now. I just like, I, it's for the listener. I know you're not talking to no, me. No, but I said I said at once, and I know by saying they had concurrent at players once. at once yeah. uh -huh. is redundant. So that's I was correcting myself. So I wasn't mansplaining that. But that is the debut video game in it. Brought to you by our friends at Forty Seven Bread. Go to 47brand.com, promo code hashtag dork. 20% off your shit. Before we move on, I have a video game question for you. Have yeah. you played uh, or used the Oculus yet? I have. Is Do you think, I haven't played it. Some listener brought one into the Greg Hill show and like Wiggy and Courtney were playing it on the air and like doing different games and stuff. And uh, I've not used it. I've not played it. It's $300. Yeah. You think it's worth it? It's so it depends. So like there's, there's certain things that I really like about it. Okay. Um, one of the cool things you can do, um, Oculus, if everyone we know has an Oculus. Mm -hmm. So there's like a virtual movie theater 
So we can like sit and like talk to like each other's avatars. Like I can turn to you and say something while the movie's playing on like a big screen. So that's actually pretty cool. That is Especially pretty- in COVID times. Like that's actually pretty sweet. That is pretty fucking cool, actually. And we could watch whatever we want. So we can you can put on Netflix and we can just sit there and just like watch Netflix together and like shoot the shit. Uh, that's- which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Beat Saber, if you like games like Guitar Hero, like Beat Saber is the most fun you can have with your clothes on. Okay. And there's a game called Tetris Effect, which is like virtual reality Tetris, but there's like music and like ambient noise. Like, it's like the most relaxing thing in the world. Yeah, I might. I don't know. I mean, I, I was looking if, at it. You know what? If you buy one, I'll buy one. All right. I'll think about it. I got to do my. Research. It has to be the wireless one. It has to be like the Quest, the wireless one. Yeah, the, I, Quest, I, or the Quest 2, I guess, is even out. So actually, yeah. do, do us a favor. You out there, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at dorkpodcast, knowing that I'm very cheap. I'm a fast person. Here's it. Should we buy this? And should Rich, we buy this? Yeah. Rich is very careful with money, and I already have too much shit as it is. So <laughs> I like, there's, uh, yeah, get, do we need this? We need all the excuses, all the reasons not to get it. But yes. if you have one and you think it's badass, let us know, and then maybe we'll can then maybe we're gonna end up going down this road. So, all right, cool. That's very good. Uh, let's. Just, I think it's time for this. Y'all ready for bisque? Ready for the topic du jour, Ryan? Yes, I am. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day, and today it is the Disney Plus Star Wars series, The Book of Bubba Fett, and yes. It's the book of Boba Fett. You may call it Boba Fett. I'm going to call it Boba everyone Fett. in the on in the planet in the extended Star Wars universe and our own universe calls him Boba Fett. You just call him Bubba. I don't know why. I explained this on the podcast. I don't know why. Maybe it was a friend of mine, or maybe I was the first one to do it as a little kid talking about Star Wars, and then it stuck. And then it's just that's always what it's been. Regardless, it's like when you say milk instead of milk, I say milk like it's spelled with an e. Yep. I don't know, but you're going to hear Boba Fett. And, don't, you know who I'm talking about. Don't get don't get worried about it. No, I'm not. And it was one of those things where when I first heard you started saying that name, I kept trying to correct you. And I think they just made you dig your heels in a little yeah, bit more. Right. So I just, I quit. I was like, fine. He's just, that's just what he calls it. Yeah. Boba Fett. Uh, seven episodes in total. We'll begin as we always do on our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. I liked it. Ah, man. It was fine. Yeah, you're getting closer, I think. At least for me. I it, it was more fine. My my knee-jerk reaction would be not really if it wasn't for two episodes, which I loved. So that's why I have a really hard time. But the rub, be- the rub with those two episodes right. is that they right. weren't really Boba Fett episodes. So it's it's a hard show to slap a number score on. Mm-hmm. And I'll still do it. We'll, we'll do that in a couple in a, in a minute here. But did I like it? Like, not really. Like, yeah. not, not, not really. Now, what did you think of the character, Boba Fett, before this even began? So you include everything. Include when we first saw him back in the day when you first watched Empire. And you could even include when we saw uh, just a taste of him in season two of The Mandalorian. But just in general, what was your impression of, of the character? My impression of the character was that and this is another sports reference. Can I can I reference sports on this? We are I, associated with WWE. Ryan, I I love sports. Okay, you want to give me some sports? I love sports. It's one of my passions in life. So go ahead. He is the Derek Jeter of the Star Wars universe, insofar as <laughs> he is mystified as this unbelievable character who has done nothing. 
He's overrated. Completely overrated. And I, I think that this show kind of leaned into that. Like he, yeah, like I, I still think that. Like he gets I, all these accolades for being like this Hall of Fame Star Wars person, right. but hasn't really done anything to merit that. Yeah, no, he, you're right. Like he has, because again, Star Wars lore is its own thing. And again, we came at it sort of like a second wave, right? Because these movies came out late 70s, early 80s. Right. So there was like the, the immediate fan base. And then there's like all the people that catch up to it after the fact. And he was this character that kind of like just looked cool. Didn't do shit. And kind of a fuck up. Like, what is he? Like Mr. Magoo? Like, if you go and watch him. <laughs> if you like, watch that, he gets knocked off the barge. Yep. Like he's he, like, off like a piece of shit into the Sarlacc pit. And you're like, oh, that guy wasn't all that tough. Yeah, he like, like arbitrarily like hits his jetpack and like yeah. crashes into the side of the thing. Like, yeah. And the story of him too is pretty crazy about how I think it, it wasn't like this master plan. Like, I think they had like uh, stormtrooper stuff, and they're like, "Well, this one looks different." And like, "Oh, we'll put him in here," and like, he'll be one of the, like the bounty hunters, like that's kind of working for Vader. But he does; he stands out because you're, you see all these other stormtroopers and you see all these other like helmeted characters, and he did look cool. Like he he looked, but that was that was kind of it so i always thought he was overrated and when people would say he's their favorite character i remember always being like like why like, like why why is he your favorite cool. character but then in the mandalorian the combination of john favreau's writing and robert rodriguez's directing made him pretty sick like you go back to the mandalorian season two Cobb vanth has his uh gear mando kind of confronts him it becomes this whole thing and then you get boba fett for an episode or two and you're like, oh shit, maybe he is great. And then you get like the end credit scene in Mandalorian season two, and you find out he's getting his own series. And I kind of changed my opinion. I was like, you know what? Maybe I am going to be excited about this guy. And I was wrong. They should have <laughs> left it alone. Honestly, they never should have made this show. Um, I think they should have reversed it. I think he should have been a bit character in Mandalorian season three. Yeah. And I, which I still think he will be. Like, I think he's going to show up in that show yeah. several yeah. times. Um, as kind of like a mentor, I think he's kind of like the anti Mandalorian. Mandalorian, and um, yeah. So he keeps because he keeps it. You still doing like you're still doing that, like leaving your helmet on. You know, like you know what I mean. Like he's still kind of trying to get Din yeah. to kind of like buy into like that's bullshit. Like stop doing that. Yeah, you know. Um, I just I, you're right. I think he was probably he was better suited for that. Like. And again, speaking of the sports analogy, it's it is it. He's got a little bit of like the backup quarterback thing, like the unknown people. You you clamor for somebody, and then you see them, and you're like, oh wait, a minute. we want like this like guy. our guy sucks. Like put the backup in, like put the high draft pick in, and then you put him in, and you're like Ugh. he is. Yeah, this is here's Jordan Love. Here's who you wanted to see. And you're like, oh no, no, no. Was, what's it? Was it Simeon? Like Trevor Simeon? Trevor or Simeon a while ago. Yeah, you're like no, this isn't gonna. So I, anyway, I don't think they needed to make the show because again, the premise of the show this is what this is what like the one line plot is for the show is Bubba Fett and Fennec Shand attempt to make a name for themselves in the galaxy's underworld by taking over the territory once controlled by Jabba the Hutt. And you're like, that's the show? Is I guess kind of the show? But again, I mean, I feel like his character is that he can show up, and so he's he should be Cad Bane. Yeah, we'll, but he's we'll not. get to it. We'll get to it. But I mean, like in so in. I understand what you mean. Like they didn't like, like in Clone Wars, like he could show up whenever. It it and it didn't matter who's paying him. 
but one of the other things why right and why Boba Fett was a popular character was not just because he looked cool I think the other part of it is his job like just yeah if you're a bounty hunter like you automatically start out by being badass like you're like you have a base level of badassness because yeah. you're a bounty hunter a fucking right. bounty hunter but if you're not hunting bounties, like it's kind of you're staying put, and like the whole time you're hurt. Yeah, like that—that's a whole thing that they kind of revealed along the way with the whole back to tank thing. Like yeah. we're not in spoilers yet. No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're not. So to keep the sports analogies going, Ryan, he's got a pulled hamstring, and he's out there, and he's has <laughs> a little bit more than a pulled hamstring, but yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit more. Now, I will say, as a diehard Star Wars fan that you and I are, and most of the people listening to this are. The highs from season or uh, episode five and episode six make the show must watch. They mm -hmm. absolutely must watch. Now, maybe I guess you could skip ahead to those two, but they were so good. I think they're like perfect episodes. They're like six out of six episodes, but everything else kind of is not. And I'll get into what I thought about the finale, but there is some incredibly high highs this season. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. And amazing cameos and characters that show up and, Hopefully the characters that they now weave into other shows. Um, this is a brand new age of Star Wars heralded by Dave Filoni. And I, I hope that this trend kind of continues. Um, like you said, the high highs of this and just the cool shit makes it worth your time. There's the guy. Hey, look who's back. Look at that guy. Hey, Arosy. Arosy. Hey. hey. Look at you, you old man with the white beard. Oh, he's an old time. He's nine. Yeah. Nine years old. So what is your hashtag dork score for the book of Bubba Fett? I'm going to give it a four, which I know is, I know is high. I know you're going to go lower, but I'm going to give it a four. I'm not going that much lower. I'm going three and a half. And it's because I think if you give two of the seven episodes a six, mm -hmm. and if you give everything else like a two, two and a half, it balances out to a three and a half. I think I like the finale more than most people. Okay. All right, we'll uh, we'll unpack that. Anything else on or a non spoiler you want to get to? Mm -mm. All right, so four for Davey, three and a half for me. We're going three point seven five is the official dork score for the book of Bubba Fett. Spoilers! 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 Here come the all right, so I have uh, – there's a couple different ways we can do this. I have all the different episodes here in front of us. There's seven chapters, as they're called. I also came up with six questions, and since we're in spoilers, like everything goes, we can kind of jump around from here. So do you want me to even – we can start with the questions, and then that way we can always dive back into stuff that happened from, this, yeah. from the episodes. That makes sense? Yes. My first question is, why – did Boba Fett even want to run Jabba's criminal empire in the first place? I think, you know, keeping the connections to the criminal underworld and seeing if he can, you know, he, for so long, he was the guy who, whoever pays him the most, he's taking orders from whoever. So I, I think, you know, spending 20, 30 years in the stomach of a Sarlacc, you say like, you know what, when I get out of here, like I'm going to do my own shit. I'm not going to answer to anybody. Yeah. So I think that's was kind of the driving force of that. Right, that I, I just, don't want to take orders from anybody anymore. Yeah, I guess it seemed a little weird. Like, I was just trying to figure out like what his motivations were. Like, I, I guess there is that. Like, for so long he was told what to do. He found an opportunity where he could be the one telling him what to do. But yeah. I thought it kind of hurt who he was. Like, he was supposed to be a guy that kind of worked by himself, 
killed people, didn't think twice about it. And I also think like not every character needs to be a good guy. And like they kind of changed him into a good guy, which I don't think he ever really needed to be. But I think, or we're in a spoiler, so I can do this now. But like the introduction of like what I thought was fascinating is that when Cad Bane enters the picture and they're like, oh no, we got to help Boba Fett. And he's like, he killed people for the Empire. Like he's a re- <laughs> yeah, he's white Ferrari, lives for New Year's Eve, slick That's back hair. Like he's a guy. Like he used to be a real piece of shit. <laughs> and I think that's what like Cad Bane's like. Look, I know this guy. You don't know who you're working for. Like I know this. Like yes. I fucking trained this guy. Like he's a piece of shit. He's a he's a real bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I love floppy that. steaks at Trefani's. But they took him away, and like he ended up, no joke, being like the eighth most badass guy on the show. There was a couple. There was like these glimpses, like in the and I'll get we we'll get to those. And we not enough. Like you had there weren't enough. There was I don't not think enough. There was enough. And you know this is one of my classic pet peeves. But put your fucking helmet on. You're the well, best. That's the thing. Helmet. I mean, take what's the helmet? The helmet was off the whole show. A whole show. This guy's known for his helmet. The only reason people bought the action figure or knew his name was because of the helmet and the jetpack and the and the outfit. And he's walking around without his helmet. And not the most handsome guy in the world and yet no listen again 2022 we're not gonna face shame or anything like that but right it was drive it was absolutely driving me nuts and he's just walking around and again star wars kind of runs into issues especially going back to the prequels when they start dealing with uh like politics and like government and things yeah. like that and i know this is much lower scale than like you know the king of naboo and stuff but i was like man don't do too much of this stuff i don't need him like bargaining with people i need i need him shooting people with a blaster is what i is what i need oh yeah lighting them on fire with the flamethrower hand yeah shooting him with knee bullets he's got cool gadgets yeah all right second question is bubba fett a cool star wars character yes i think there is still enough cool in there i think they did i think robert rodriguez did him a little dirty i think they made him a little too soft in this um i get it that if you've been you know doused in stomach acid for years you know you're not going to be tip top um right, the whole right, back right. To ta- him kept going keep going into the back to tank was just like kind of a way for him to flash back a little bit mm-hmm. um but not as badass as i would have liked no I, I don't I don't think so because i again i think cad bane and that was one of the awesome that was such a great reveal of cad bane when you when you see him and like the way it's shot like out like on the in the desert and then cad bane shows up like he is so much more badass than bubba fett it's not even funny and ahsoka tano more more badass luke skywalker mando fennec shand is like his his right hand lady is way more badass than him Mm -hmm. I i don't think that helps him at all uh, also, one of the big episodes was episode six. It was called From the Desert Comes a Stranger. And so that's where you get Cad Bane. But you also get Ahsoka Tano, Grogu, Luke Skywalker. Which was the, that episode was, I, I said to you in a text on the side, like, I was like, to let me know exactly when you see this episode. And then you responded, all right, I've seen it. <laughs> and I said, I was sitting in a room by myself watching this. And I said out loud to nobody, I see the silhouette coming into the town. I go, no fucking way. Yeah. No I said fucking Cabane. way. I said Cabane. 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I, same thing. I was by myself, and I was sitting there. I was like, Cat Bane, because they show it. <laughs> and they're like, so. But that episode was so good because it was like one kind of like character reveal after the next. And so even like mm. Cobb Vanth, I'm like, oh cool, like he was good in Mando. Like I liked, I liked Tip the old fan. And so you get, you get him, you get the R two D two stuff, you get Ahsoka Tano, and then you're like, uh, the 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 name of the episode though was From the Desert Comes a Stranger. And you're like, all right, was it one of these other ones that maybe? And you're like, maybe it's Vanth they're referring to, like his, because he was in the beginning of the episode, so it's like, yeah, you know. But oh my god! And then I knew it immediately, and you see the hat, and you're like, oh my god! And I thought they did an amazing job, like the like live action Cad Bane and the voice. It's the the same voice, right? Sick. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, awesome. People were like trying to fix it, like bringing the nose down a little bit. I'm like, dude, it's fine. Like it's oh, no, fine. Like it's the wrong color blue. I'm like, he's lighter. Fine. He's lighter blue now. Like, yeah. Okay. He's also a lot older. Right. We saw him in Clone Wars. Clone Wars took place before Episode and Three. This everyone knows. Six. You know, hair goes white on human beings. Aliens, their color, whatever they are, it fades. That's they how get, you know they're getting older. Yeah, blue aliens get light bluer. You idiot. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Face. <laughs> Everybody knows they get light bluer. Yeah, that's why Grogu's greener than Yoda, you dumb shit. My third question I had, though, is how do you think that the Grogu-Luke Skywalker... uh, So, again, Luke gave him an ultimatum. He was like, you can take this itty-bitty lightsaber, or you can take this itty-bitty chainmail that uh, Mando made for you. That won't even fit you in a year, because that's how kid clo- kids' clothing works. You're going to grow out of it. It was a stupid thing for him to make. He should have made you like a, a little fucking... A uh, little spear. Like a little one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we know that uh, Grogu leaves, so he chew- but I'm curious, how do you think... Uh, and also, I love all the people on, on uh, Twitter were like, Luke Skywalker kind of sounds like a Sith right there, because he says... Kind of does. ...feeling absolutes, and he was like, you can pick the lightsaber or you can pick this. You can only pick one. I can either train you or you can go back. So clearly he goes with R2-T2 and he goes mm-hmm. back to uh, Mando. But how do you think that conversation ended? Do you think there's any chance Grogu goes back with Luke? And because there's a great scene with them like building the new Jedi temple or yes. the, new, uh, the new Skywalker thing where uh, Kylo Ren fucking was a part of so according to like the new jedi order the new jedi order is more like the gray jedi as far as i understand it and the the readings i've done right so in my mind this was a test and this would the test was to teach grogu about balance Mm -hmm. and that there is you can have attachment without you can have relationships without attachment you can understand that these people aren't going to be around and and i there's someone did like a whole thing about it like grogu having this conversation with one of his padwans or whatever but um I think the idea is that like you need to choose like priorities, right? It doesn't mean it's not an absolute. It doesn't mean if you can't, you can't absolutely not have this. It's just that you need to weigh as Luke did. Cause Luke had to weigh yep. Luke left. Mm-hmm. Remember, he, And when he knew that the people he were, were important to him were in danger, he left and yep. Yoda told him not told him not to. Right. 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 So he's been, there. he's, he's been part of that before. So he understands. And he just wants him to understand that that's so, at some point, not now, but at some point, it's going to come down to one of those two things. So it's like kind of a lesson there. So I kind of wish they showed that scene, but don't you assume that's going to be in Mandalorian season three? Mm-hmm. I think where they're going is he's bringing him back. Oh, you think you think Vanda's bringing him Grogu yeah. back to Luke? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. 
because he understands too that like he needs this like he doesn't need to be like i don't need to be carrying him because he was very concerned right that he brought him that what's her name brought him into like the middle of like a battle like what, oh, what are you uh, doing <laughs> uh peli motto yeah she's great by the way and she so she's going to be played by in no, that's, the, fake. that's fake that's fake yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Chloe Feynman. Yeah, you know, that was just some guy on Twitter like hoping that oh. happens. Oh, okay. I thought that was like a real thing. No, it, it was trending. So. It was like it was like trending for a little bit. Oh, maybe it's real. I, I'm 99 sure that that's that that's fake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think you're gonna get a lot more of that. The because all the Grogu Mando stuff was was great. The dark saber stuff was fucking badass from episode five i tell you one of the my favorite characters in the whole the whole universe now is the armorer yep she's unbelievable she's great and that's why yeah. i just <laughs> I, can't, I have a hard time liking the show when the title character might not be a top 10 character from the show there's a good <laughs> chance there's 10 characters better than him right and i thought the the cgi work the deep fake with luke skywalker was incredible like usually it's distracting no good it was like real. The, they're getting like the Grand Moff Tarkin stuff, and was it Rogue One was a little like yeah, and, and I, the, I, the Princess Leia was a little you know, a little off putting, but this was pretty fucking good. I wonder how much more like do you think? I wonder if he's going to be in Mando season three a lot, or if they're going to kind of be like let's pull back a little bit. On they'll the pull back a little bit. I don't. I don't think it should be a distraction to yeah. the the rest of the shows, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see. It was cool that getting it, built. Because ultimately, you know what happens with that with with Ben with his nephew. Well, I also wonder. Yeah. We haven't. It's not confirmed who the first student is, right? They never said Grogu is. They never said Ben is. So I wonder if those two guys go to class together. It would be nice to see a young Ben Solo. Like, does Kylo yeah. Ren know Grogu? Good question. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm sure he does. Because again, Grogu's not mentioned in the new trilogy, but that doesn't mean that those characters don't know him. We already know for a fact Luke does. So, mm -hmm. um, oh, by the way, the uh, seeing Ahsoka Tano talk to Luke Skywalker was also awesome. And her saying that she was a friend of the family. Yeah. I was like, it kind of got, it kind of like a little bit of a gut punch, but you're like, mm. So good though. But I wonder, like in she in gets, that show, she, she understands the balance, and that's why she's like, "No, the Je Jedi shit's kind of fucked. Like, you can't just be a Jedi. Like, the way they their mindset is yeah. is right, and it's probably why they also get so easily led into becoming Sith." And I would love to see that conversation between the two of them, mm -hmm. because Luke only knew his father as Darth Vader mm -hmm. until the end, and I would love for Ahsoka to tell him stories about the guy yeah. she knew. Yeah, and I hope, I hopefully, in the Ahsoka show, there's an episode where like you see her dealing with him, dealing with Anakin. Yeah, I I think they can pull it off because we all know Hayden Christensen's back. Yeah, so I hopefully like how there's I, an episode there where they he she's explaining to him that relationship and how so she dark. knew him. Oh my god, great yeah. character, perfect actress. Like the whole thing is awesome, and I know. Some people were talking about how much like fan service there was for those two episodes. I'm like, so yeah, aren't you supposed to make shows that people want to see and like people yeah. would like? Like that, so I, I don't know. I I love the like call it whatever you want. I I love it. But All right, so for me, like you call it member berries, you call it fan service. I'm like fine. Like, yeah, I like that. Like I like what I like. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, like give me. I, I mean, it's you okay to that. like things. Yes, <laughs> you know it is. Yeah.
Uh, so this is a question, and this this kind of goes into why I didn't love one of the reasons why I didn't love the finale. And so, first of all, Bubba Fett kills Cad Bane, or does he? I fucking hope not, dude. That'd be a waste. The thing's still beeping. The thing's still beeping on him. Was it okay? Yeah. yeah. So you think he's still kicking? Hopefully, dude. You can't. You can't. If Cobb, if Cobb Vanth is alive, yeah. Then Cobb Cad Bane can be alive. Yeah, a little little mid credit scene there, but. I think what they did was they tried to make this scene like look like oh like this is uh like this was like this big symbolic moment where Fett looks like he's gonna die and then he ends up killing Cad Bane with that gaffy stick stick that mm -hmm. the Tuscan Raiders taught him to use. But Cad Bane had nothing to do with killing the Tuscan Raiders. He had, was not no. involved in that at all. But he he used it to kind of like egg him on a little bit. Like he knew it would piss him off. I guess. And also they made him out to be pretty stupid. Like they framed that biker gang. He kills biker gang. And it's like, like the Pike syndicate, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't know. That was what I just also thought that it was very clunky because uh, Bubba Fett, had, he, had, he had the Rancor back in like episode two. And he mentioned like, oh, can I ride that? And he had like the Danny Trejo character and all that stuff. And then you go away from it. You never even get like a whiff of him like on it. Like you, you know, you're gonna see the Rancor again. They don't, they don't yeah. just introduce Rancor. But in like three straight episodes, they never even show you like him talking to it or him doing or feeding anything. it. Well, feeding. again, you were away from him for two and a half episodes. So yeah, that's true. He's not in episode five at all. Episode six, he's in it for like a second, but he doesn't even speak in it. Right. Show him though. And then, I don't know, I just thought it was kind of corny. And then it was like, it's very basic shit where it's like, oh, we got to protect the town. And here are these bad guys. We got to protect the town. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Well, it wasn't for me. Uh, question five. How did we not get a single scene with Cobb Vanth and Bubba Fett in it together? Considering Cobb Vanth is the guy that had his uh, his gear, had his helmet, had his chest plate, and his, and his, and his uh, jet pack. Back when Mando first came across him, you would think those two being in a scene and just like either describing how he got it or where he was or what he knew about him. Like, I don't know. That'd be pretty important. It would be. And I think, you know, the, it, does it does it help in any way to, to have like Cobb Vance be like, where'd you get it? And he's like, I bought it from some Jawas. Yeah. Like, does that help? Like, you yes, know, does I that help that. the character? I, thing? Want, like, I want something or Boba Fett to. Like of getting his face. Well, I think I think that's coming. So like he's in his back to tank right now. Oh, so yeah, him, you know, yeah. so once he wakes up, he's gonna have some questions. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what do you think? Question number six. What do you think is a two parter? What do you think is next for Bubba Fett? And do you want a season two? I do, and I want him out of Tatooine. So I want him and Fennec to now because he mentions the fact that like you know this isn't really for us or it's like not what we're meant to be doing or. So hopefully we get kind of like a buddy cop and I want them to kind of blur that line from time to time and have that, you know, have that conversation about like, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? And is it all about money? Is it what is reputation or like, what is the whole deal with this? I would also like him to run into some as and uh, what's his name? He was talking about the guy who plays Boba Fett. Um, talking uh, about running into clones and how he could play different clones. Yep. I think that is like, you know, because there are some still out there, you mm -hmm. know, I think, you know, we know the bad batch is still kicking around. Right. Uh, right. Well, I don't know if they're out there this far. Bad batch is like episode. 
after episode three. So, so they could be. I mean, they could be old. After episode six, though. This is a long time from yeah. there. But they could be kind of old. Could be. You know, they, yeah, you, get, um, you, get, you have a couple of those guys. Age them up a little bit. You could. You also have um, Omega. Omega is still around. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, we're getting a season two of Bad Batch. I only want a season two insofar as I just love the Star Wars universe so much. And it gives you the opportunity for like these me- so i love dave filoni obviously like most people love dave filoni but even with clone wars it's not a hundred percent amazing episodes no and i think they with throw it, you like, some junk along the way or some filler along the way but the highs are so freaking high same with rebels the highs mm-hmm. are so high that if you give me another season at least i know a couple episodes are probably going to touch the sun like they did this season and i think that you know, you have Kevin Feige on one side in Marvel and you have Dave Filoni now on the other side who's running kind of the showrunner for everything Star Wars. And I got to believe that there's like this wall in Dave Filoni's office yeah. Yeah, yeah. with the Pepe Silvia wall with like lines. Like he's he's got this all mapped out. Yeah. Again, he knows where this is going. And Kathleen Kennedy is just sitting there like just throwing money at him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like, keep just keep that. going. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Keep doing that. Yeah. I can't. Um, I'm so excited for Obi-Wan and I'm so excited for Ahsoka Tano. I saw. I'm so, I'm so excited for Obi-Wan. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. You know, I, I does Maul show up again because like. It depends on when it's uh, the timing of it because he dies technically in twice rebels. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, dies he also dies in Rebels, and so you got—I got to figure out what the timeline is. That's the other thing that's sort of a mind screw after watching all these movies, all these shows, is when they're out there, and I'm like, all right, what year is this, and how old are other characters? Like the characters that well, aren't on screen, again, how old are they? And you have to take aliens might not age like we do because you know, like Grogu's forty years old, so like you don't know. Yeah, right, Grogu doesn't, but like Luke and Han and Vader and those guys do. Leia, right. Leia, Kylo, they do. But I would love to see, uh, I can't wait to see like what they do with him. Because essentially you, you've, you in episode four, you just assume he's been alone this whole time and not doing anything. Um, and there was somebody who was saying that they're, the Vader you're going to get in Obi-Wan is akin to or even more angry than the Rogue One. Like a young Vader, I'm psyched. I'm so psyched. Would. This has been so long in the making. For one of these, uh, it's like a young Vader, like off the fucking rails. Yep, you know, and not knowing what he can do and trying to figure that out. Yeah, is is going to be awesome. <sighs> Can't wait. Oh, uh, oh, we didn't even mention the fucking huge uh, Wookie in this. Oh, Santo, Santo is it? Chrysantin? Black Chrysantin is his name. Yeah, oh, they call him Santo. Most. See, that's another character. So yeah, there's there's, there's like 10 characters better than uh, both of them. But he was great. He was badass. I would expect to see him again. Hopefully um, he goes with Fennec and Boba if they leave. Yeah, I think I you he need goes that. Because mm-hmm. you also, you brought back those twins, the two guys that were like Jabba's guys. You brought those guys back and then he fucking, you gave them the old. Speaking spirit. of this, so the hot twins, I want to see them again too. Oh, the huts. Yeah, the huts were good in this. I like oh, seeing oh, those oh, huts. Oh. They give them the rancor. You're like, all right, there's Mm -hmm. a little bit of that. There was a lot, I think maybe too much for my liking Tuscan Raider stuff. That dragged a little bit. It was just too long. I'm not, I'm not anti those characters. I just thought it was way between those guys and the biker gang and the Pike syndicate. And I know the Pike syndicate were like the overarching villains of this, but I just, I don't know that I hated the biker gang. 
Draft. I hated that. Yeah. That was too. Yeah. That was Robert Rodriguez. Them being like, okay, man, like you could do, go ahead. No, it's like wait. you like you let him like add that like that aesthetic to it. I'm like, okay, okay, man. Wait, the, are you talking? Yeah. There's two biker gangs. Sorry, the biker biker. No, gang I'm talking about like kid gang. The kid, the mods. Oh, the mod gang. Yeah, like, I'm saying like the biker gang that the Pike Syndicate like uh, framed framed. There's I like them. them. Yeah. But then yeah, then there's like the kids that are that are flying around, I including the girl who played a young Nat on Yellow Jackets. Right, was which I was like. Is that her? I know who that is. Time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was dumb. I, I just thought that that was a dis- the, the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like the, one of them was riding a motor, like a like a speeder that looked like Pee Wee Herman's bike. Yeah, like not- I'm like I don't need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like kind of like this low rider gang that no. I didn't I didn't care for that at all. But no. I did. Um, yeah, I, I, but I, no, no, thank you. Uh, no, I don't don't need it. I was trying to look up the. Uh, Star Wars timeline for all these guys. Now, does the Pike Syndicate? I, I I I remember asking, does the Pike Syndicate have anything to do with Crimson Dawn? Ooh, good question. I don't. There know is a criminal that. syndicate. They are. I don't know if the, yeah. a lot in Clone Wars, I believe. Right, because again, spice is a big thing that they're always they're right, always and that was in that was a big deal in Solo, the Solo yeah. movie. The Pikes uh-huh. were actually in that too. When they had like the Wookiees underground working for them. Right. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I don't know. It's a fucking cool, it's like it's a cool world for Christ's sake, but uh not cool world the movie. No, that's different. That's different. Yeah, because they were running spice on Kessel as well, which is where the Kessel run came from. Yeah, so this looks like so you start with Phantom Menace, right? So Phantom Menace is the mm-hmm. first thing. Then you jump a couple of years, you go to Attack of the Clones. And then in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith is the entire Clone Wars series. And then just slightly after that is Solo, a Star Wars story. And then you still jump a little bit further ahead and you get Star Wars Rebels. Yep. And then that leads into Rogue One, which then jumps immediately to the original, A New Hope. Then you get Empire. Then you get Jedi. Then you get Mandalorian. And then that's where you're getting... Uh, Boba Fett and Ahsoka Tano. So that all takes place after here. And then Obi-Wan takes place in between three and four. So I don't know exactly. Some of it might overlap with the rebels as I guess is a long way of saying that. Um, and then all this predates force awakens, last Jedi rise of Skywalker. Okay. So I'm reading this now. I'm answering my own question. Yeah. If you don't mind Go ahead, years please. later during the clone wars, the Pike syndicate gained control of the mining operations on the planet Kessel. In 19 BBY, the syndicate allied themselves with Maul and his shadow collective. The Pikes were eager to join after Maul had coerced the Black Sun into joining the Alliance. Along with the Black Sun, they assisted Darth Maul and Death Watch when they attempted to force the Hutt clan into joining the shadow collective on Nal Hutta. So they, they're all connected. Love it. So the it. Yeah. And Darth, Darth Maul, like, great character. Glad they brought him back, but then they also killed him. Mm-hmm. So I'm, now I'm waiting to see on uh, on Cad Bane. I hope you're right. I hope that. Oh, they... Cad Bane's fine, and I hope Kira shows up again too. Which one's Kira? Oh, oh, from Amelia Clark from Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck. All right. We're well, age her know. too, but like, the, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think of the book of Bubba Fett. What were your favorite parts? What was your dork score? What do you want to see going forward? Uh, you can email us dorkpodcast@gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at dork podcast so let us your know uh, let us know your thoughts on book of Bubba fett again i gave it a three and a half out of six davy gave it a four but out five of six. and six were so fucking good 
Those episodes oh. are so good. Two of the best oh. episodes you're gonna see. Yeah. I'll like I'll rewatch those ones again. I'll rewatch like just like the uh, Ahsoka Tano episode from The Mandalorian. I rewatch mm-hmm. that every once in a while. So, all right. Anything else? Uh, anything else? Star Wars you want to mention here? No. No, it's a good show. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. I will defend. I'll go with the wind in All the right, second I- half. I'll take the wind in the second half. All right, I'll take the ball, even though I know we're going into the muddy wind here. Mm-hmm. I saw Jackass Forever. <sighs> yeah. It was great. I'm glad. I'm nervous. glad. I'm glad. I, I was definitely nervous about it. And again, you can check our archives. We did a Jackass CKY episode forever ago. Uh, some of our favorite movies and TV shows of all time. And I was very nervous about it. I know Mac from Mac and Goo had said it was good. So I trusted him. But I was like, man, none of the CKY guys are in it. They're pretty they got new people. I'm not into new people. And they have new people, which I don't need to see. The new people weren't very good. At least they weren't my favorites. Uh Knoxville, Steve O, Pontius, still great. Dave England's good. Fucking Danger Aaron does most of the bad shit again. Yeah, that like, poor guy, man. That poor guy gets absolutely <laughs> pumped and all these different things. <laughs> Wee Man, Preston Lacey. Uh, that dude, Eric Andre, you know the guy from yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in yeah. Gemstone season two. I wish they used him a little bit more. He was in a couple things, like just more like comedic part. You yeah. know that. Like a lot of this stuff with like Chris Pontius, for example, it's not necessarily the stunts that he does. It's like the comments that he has during. Right. Like he's fucking perfect. I steal his line when he was getting upside down. He was getting stung in the face by a scorpion. Mm. And then he stands up and they're like, why'd you stand up? Like, why'd you, why'd you stop? And he look, he's like, I'm fucking over it. Like, and I say, I say that all the time. Like, why are you doing Because I'm fucking over it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm over it. <laughs> They're so good. Like the chemistry of those guys is still there. Like the, the they the first movie they did was over twenty years ago, and they are Which, still like, fucking awesome. These guys are awesome. They're hilarious. I have been They're laughing. Like entertainers. Fuck man. Like since high, we were in high school when that show came out. We were in high school. It was we would watch it every. Was it a Sunday night show? I forget. Mm-hmm. We would watch it like the it was like you me shark bestie like remember we would like oh. gather them, like we had to watch it every week and it like was, right like, after like yeah. Sunday night football we would watch Jackass on MTV Jackass. and like you would clear the room if you don't want to watch this get the fuck like, out like like beow, beow, beow. and then people yeah. go running in and we're like Jackass is on and I remember like us cackling and like the dorm parents walking like what the fuck are you guys what watching? is this show and you just sit down and watch and you'll see I also remember there somebody posted a uh, a picture of bam margera like editing their like a cky movie yeah this dude missed it by 20 years. if he was born today he would have been able to make those movies in like in real time he'd be able to on like, his phone post and post them and be like done yeah. he had like eight vcrs he had like all these big like fucking heavy computers like floppy disks and it's like how he was able to in that in that time that technology because it was good enough to do it but it wasn't good enough to do it easily no and, and you remember me wow. sitting you remember watching me do it like and i'm just yeah. like fuck man like i had yeah. to like there were times where i had to like film things in sequence so i wouldn't have to edit it so i'd be like all right we need to shoot this and then we need to shoot this and then we need to shoot this i had to do like a shot list with you and it'd be like yeah it was not easy and then think about all the stuff that we did because again like everybody our age we did amateur jackass stuff yeah all the stuff we shot and then i remember you made like two different like essentially like music videos there were right. like 
two like three minute cuts of us doing stuff but it's like mm -hmm. from like hours and hours of footage and it also took me weeks <laughs> to do right. that no, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway so anybody like us who likes jackass I highly recommend this one. Maybe not as good as the other ones, but but like right there, like you you definitely have the same feeling watching this one as you would those ones. Same kind. Good, of I'm glad. Stuff. I'm glad to hear that. Good humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So my pick of the pod is is one that I'd mentioned. I think I'd mentioned it way before, but it's finally on Netflix now. Is a, is a movie called The Sparks Brothers, which was it's a documentary about this band from like the 70s, who they're called Sparks. They were called Half Nelson, and then they're called Sparks. Which I had like. You know, I'm a music fan, but I had heard this name before, but I never really knew like much about this band other than I thought they were British, but they're not. Um, but they were one of those bands that was in everyone who came out of the 70s and 80s was influenced by Sparks. And um, it's actually directed by Edgar Wright. Oh, wow. So it has all these really cool cameos in it. People talking about like the first, uh, British people talking about the first time they heard Sparks. It's like Neil Gaiman and like Netflix. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so it's, you know, very Edgar Wright in kind of his like cool way, but talking about this band that should be in the conversation of like, I don't, I'm, you'll see for yourself, but they're, they're, they're pretty cool. So I, I thought it was a really good documentary. Right. Very good. Next week, Peacemaker. We didn't mention it in this week in hashtag dork, uh, but they have one final episode coming oh, out. The cow. You saw the cow. Yeah. Yeah. We awesome. did. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I are liking the show more than most people. I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I again, I like what I like. I like, I like what I like, and guess what? Fuck you, because I yeah. like. Uh, so anyway, Peacemakers next week, so you can catch up on that on uh, HBO Max. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Email us. Oh, by the way, you can email us your should I have bought this submissions as well at dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are inching ever so close to the 1 million subscribers. Oh, we're almost there. We're just there. We're right there. And Ryan, what is going to happen to the person that is the one millionth YouTube subscriber. We let you pick the topic of the podcast. We let you choose the venue. We can come to your house. You cannot come to our house. No, no, we you can are going to your house. We, we are, are going, going to, to your house. house. We're setting up our shit and we're doing a live podcast yep. from your living room with you as the co-host. At a time of our choosing. At our choosing. Correct. Because you can't Could, tell me hey, what to do. Could it be you? Could it be you? All you got to do is subscribe right now. But I will say, it's this button right here. Right. Don't here. bring right. us a bad deal. Or I'll oh. <laughs> All right. Another successful episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening in this week. Uh, and we will certainly uh, talk to you the same time next week. Sure will. I loved it. <laughs>